Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. It's your girl, Sonia McQueen, with your mind, your body, your choice. Good morning again. It's it's 8 o'clock in the morning here for me. Um, as soon as I finish this, i got to start my Spanish lesson. So, uh, I'll start trying to speak to you guys in Spanish. That's a joke. Okay, so, my topic today is wrongfully accused. Have you ever been accused of something or everybody believes something about you that is absolutely not true? Let's just say um, a rumor starts somewhere, somehow by somebody that you are a thief, that you stole something from somebody and they tell somebody else and that person just runs with it. They believe whatever they just heard and they tell somebody and next thing you know, People don't want you over their house or um, they don't leave their purse unguarded around you because they believe you're a thief. Or you have a disagreement with somebody because you don't see eye to eye and they tell somebody else the story but they spin it to make it look like you're a liar. And the person they're speaking to who knows you as well runs with it. And next thing you know, they're telling other people you're a liar and the initiator is telling people you're a liar, whatever it is. Being on drugs like I've been accused of. Um, just, just something that is not true about you that the masses automatically hold against you. It's hurtful and it's wrong. So think about any time there's been a rumor about you. If you've never known for a rumor to be about you that wasn't true, even if it was true, it can be hurtful. But if you've never been wrongfully accused of anything or people hold something against you that that isn't true, you're blessed. But if you have been, think about how that made you feel. Think about how it is when you're defending yourself to people against something that never was. You know, um, you're wondering why family members don't invite you to anything and or certain people don't, don't operate around you the way they do other people. Uh, and you know it's because of this rumor that started years ago or just recently that is unfounded. It's untrue, but people ran with it tell you something about so many human beings and I'm not going to say all human beings because I hate generalizations but so many people will take something that somebody that they trust says about somebody else and it must be true because so and so said it I can go to my friend hey Phil you know what I heard about Tammy what did you hear about Tammy and I tell her a rumor and because it's coming from me, Phil's is going to be like, oh my gosh, are you serious? I didn't know that about her. Phil's going to feel some kind of way about Tammy now because of what I said. It's hurtful. Now, let's think about the times you've done that. Think about the times you've heard something about somebody else and you just told one other person. Think about the times you've heard something and the person who told you said, do not share this. Do not tell anybody else. 
but you just got to tell that one other person and you tell that one other person don't share this don't tell anybody else and then they do and now you're mad at that other person because the originator who told you knows that you told somebody else and they're mad at you <laughs> it happens you guys now I'm going to tell you what's crazy about that. The very first person who told whatever they shouldn't have told, right, wrong, or indifferent, let's say I share a secret with Paula, and I'm like, Paula, you know, this is very sensitive to me, so this is just between us. Please don't share. And she's like, girl, you know, I would never do that to you, ever. But she's just got to tell Betty. Just Betty. And she tells Betty, now, Betty, don't tell anybody. But Betty just has to tell Janice. Now, Paula finds out Betty told Janice, and Paula is very upset with she, uh, Betty because she said, I told you don't tell anybody. When Paula really should be upset with herself. She should be upset with herself, apologetic to me, and a bit embarrassed and believe it or not she should give Betty an apology because she was asking Betty to do something she couldn't do herself now if any of the people whose names I just <laughs> said out loud follow Betty Janice Bill Tammy if any of you are listening to this of course you all know we've never been through these situations I'm using your names because I can remember them and you are my friends so um, Paula really should be ashamed, apologetic, and that's it. And she should never, ever take her friend's confidence for um, in vain again. She never should do that. Because what happens is when somebody trusts you enough to share something with you, that's a lot of love in there. And it is your job to be the secret holder, the caretaker of your sister or your brother. It is not your job to just let one person know what you know because you're just itching to tell somebody something they don't know. You're wrong. It always amazes me when somebody tells me something that somebody else told them. It hasn't happened in years, years, but it used to happen, of course. Um, you're not gonna believe what so-and-so shared with me, but you can't tell anybody else because they swore me to secrecy. Then why are you telling me? That just lets me know not to share any of my secrets with you. But I digress and I go back to my original point. When people spread rumors about you and it becomes a fact in other people's lives and they hold you, they hold that thing against you for no reason. I need you to think about any time you've done that to somebody besides the point I just gave. How about if I was to tell one of you something about somebody else that we mutually know and maybe I'm making it up. Maybe I'm jealous of them. Maybe I don't like your friendship with them. That happens too. No matter what the age is, it happens. Jealousy is real. Envy is real. So 
I come and I tell you a secret about Janice. It's not really a secret. I just want you to know that Janice is a heavy drinker. She drinks, 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 and half the time when we see her, believe it or not, she's drunk. And you're like, oh my God, I did not know that. Yeah, because she drinks gin. I think gin's the one that they say doesn't have a, a odor, really. She drinks gin, and you can't tell, but she keeps a bottle in her car. Now you go and you tell other people, and people are looking at Janice, and they think she's drunk all the time, and now this makes sense, and that makes sense, and I wonder if her husband knows that she's drunk all the time, and I just made up a rumor about Janice, and it spread like wildfire. And now people are looking at her, and that rumor is going to follow her. It's going to precede her for a long time because it spread so far and so deep and so wide that no matter what, she's going to go to a barbecue where only two people have ever heard of Janice, but those two people know that Janice is a drunk. All because I said so. It's hurtful, you guys. It's hurtful. It's so crazy. Yesterday I was like, oh, tomorrow is my um, podcast day. And I have no idea what I'm going to speak about. And I went to sleep and I dreamed that my daughter, my oldest daughter, was um, wrongfully convicted of murder. And she didn't speak up for herself. She didn't speak up and they um, gave her life. And she went to prison. She did six months before the real uh, murderer murdered somebody else in the same fashion. And so my daughter was released. And in there somewhere my daughter turned into a, t a lion. And she bit one of the guards. Um, she could have done more damage, but she just wanted to show him what she could do. But she was, of course, released, and the real uh, murderer was convicted and put in prison, and she never, ever, ever spoke up. So, of course, I looked up a lot of those things, but it just made me think, when you're wrongfully convicted and you never speak up, is that good or bad? If you know people think that you are, I'm going to use my own situation. There are people to this day, I said it's been a couple of decades now that it was rumored I was on drugs, which I've never been. I can't stress that enough. Never been on drugs. Don't even know what half of them are. Um, that people to this day still believe I'm on drugs or I used to be on drugs or something with me and drugs. So just recently, two things happened. Number one, I reached out to somebody on Facebook because... I was going to be out of town, and I thought I would go see these people while I was out of town, their family. And so I reached out to just one, and I asked, hey, do you know who I am? They responded. They knew who I was and who I was. I said, okay, well, do you ever go to blah, blah, blah? It's right, you know, down the street from where they live, and I got a, a stern no. And I thought about it for a second, and... As silly as this sounds, the first thing that popped in my mind is, oh, probably thinks I want to know if there's somewhere out here I could get drugs. Or, oh, probably is like, yeah, no, I don't go out there, so don't ask, can you see me? I don't want to see you. I don't want you asking for anything. I immediately took offense to the no. You live right down the street. 
but I just said, okay, thank you very much. Uh, sorry for bothering you and have a good day. Now, my thought is, if anybody, especially in my family or a friend, says sorry for bothering you, I'm going to say, hey, you're not bothering me. Why would you say that? But this person said, okay, you too. Doesn't know anything about me since I've probably been 12 years old, other than the rumors. So, of course, it bothered me a bit, but it's what I've become almost used to with some people. Um, in my family who don't really know me who judge me by rumors the second thing is somebody I do speak to periodically um, was talking to one of my kids and tried to try to deter to the fact that I used to be on drugs without saying it just said hey you know, the reason me and your mom really don't speak anymore is because of the things she did. I, I'm sure you heard from your, your grandfather or somebody the things she used to be into that she didn't really want to give up. What the hell is that? You know, we're, we don't speak anymore because you're trifling. But you tried to make it sound as though, and my kids already know the rumors. I've already made it clear to them. And I've already tried to talk to the person who started the rumors about me, who denied it, denied it, wouldn't stop talking, over-talked me, so I let them talk and we ended the discussion, which means it didn't go anywhere. But I made it clear that I know what you did, I know what you said, I know why so many family members don't talk to me anymore, and I know why so many people look at me sideways, it's because of your rumor. Of course it's gonna end in denial, but listen, you guys. Two things I want you to take from this podcast, and it's not even going to be a long one today. Number one, if somebody trusts you with a secret, give them a reason to trust you with their next secret. One thing about me, people tell me stuff, and because I know it's none of my business, I act like I don't even know. When they're done, they're like, don't even tell anybody, don't tell anybody what. You never have to tell me, don't tell anybody what you tell me. You don't even have to tell me it's a secret. Your business is your business. It's none of my business. If it does not concern me, it's a privilege that you trust me to tell me anything. It's a privilege. I know things about people, oh my gosh, I would never, ever, ever tell another so. Even if they wrong me in the worst ways, I still would not tell their business. I'm not in the position to where I want to hurt other people just because I can. Second thing is be careful who you share your business with. <laughs> be careful. If you have a friend who's always telling you other people's business, you'd be a fool to share your business with that friend. What makes you immune to their gossiping procedures? <laughs> What makes you immune? Doesn't mean they're not a friend. Just means they're not a trustworthy friend. And they like to keep the stuff going. Right? So you don't want to keep that going either. So be careful who you share your business with. You're going to get what you get sometimes. You tell the, the gossiping friend you have your business and you're surprised when they go tell other people. That's crazy. So if you're not crazy, don't do that. The next thing is, 
When you hear something about somebody you care about, you stop it. I said this last week, you guys. You stop it. You let the person know, even if they're telling the truth. Don't do that. Don't don't do that. You know, we all love Sonia. Don't don't start telling people that if she was on drugs, did you guys get her any help? Did you reach out to her? Did you just spread this rumor? Almost the exact same thing I said last week. And if you know it's not true, stop it. And if you can't stop it, at least don't spread it. But don't be an accuser, and especially an accuser of the innocent. Don't be that person. We all hate, and I said this before, we all hate when people say things about us or spread rumors about us or tell our secrets. But when we do it, it's juicy. When you know something about Phil and it's so juicy, it's got your your blood bubbling and boiling and you're so happy and you can't wait to just tell that one person, you're guilty. You're guilty. Don't be that person. You be the person that shuts it down. Tell you this quick story real and and I'm gonna end this actually. So yesterday um, there was an issue and it wasn't my issue it was a work issue there was an employee that um, the person who supervises them is apparently scared of them because they called me their supervisor and said hey can you do me a favor and I fired this person mentally <laughs> and I've already hired their replacement but I didn't tell the person they were fired and I know they're going to show up and they're going to be mad. Can I get you to go up there? Now everything in me wanted to say, number one, you're a man and they're a man. Why you want me to go? But everything in me knew that this person was scared. You're scared to go because you think this person's going to put their hands on you. And if they put their hands on you, they laid them paws on you. You're going to get messed up and you're scared. But Everybody who knows me knows I'm not a scary person. So, okay, I'll go. So I went up there. I had on some workout gear. And sure enough, when they pulled up, I was standing there. And I said, hey, can I holler at you for a second? And I said, listen, such and such said they let you go. That's your replacement over there. So I'm going to need you to leave. Of course, they went on a 20-minute tyrant complaining about their supervisor, what they're going to do to their supervisor, what they should have been done. I said, none of that's my business. None of it's my business. The only thing I'm here for is to make sure that person over there is okay and they're safe. Now, you might laugh because I'm all of 5'3", 148 pounds, and I'm talking to a guy who... Um, you, or still is, he's a bodyguard. He's a bodyguard. And he travels all over the world with his other boss as a bodyguard. And I'm looking up at him, telling him, hey, the only reason I'm here, and I'm saying it with no fear, I'm done with it. Now, his supervisor done called everybody to say how he fired this person and how dare this person show up and so on and so forth. The person he fired who showed up let me know I'm going to show up again tomorrow until the big boss 
lets me know he doesn't need me anymore because this other person is nothing to me. I don't care that he's my supervisor. I don't answer to him. I, there's a big boss. Unless the CEO calls me, I'm going to show up every day. I said, okay, that's not my problem. None of this is my problem. The only thing I care about is that new person in there. I don't need you saying anything to him. Don't harass him. Don't bother him. I need you to leave the site right now. And if you do come back tomorrow, don't say nothing to him. Don't bother him. Don't harass him. You got it? He understood fully. Didn't bother the, the young man at all. Right? What happens at 7 o'clock this morning? My phone rings. It's his supervisor calling again. Asking me, can I please go back up to this one building to ensure that he doesn't show up again? Now, this is where it's different for me because now I'm saying to myself, you've already called all these other people to complain about this person. You're a man. As a man, you should have went and talked to him yourself. As a matter of fact, you should have done this not so sloppily and let him go before hiring his replacement. But you didn't do any of that. Now, you're scared and you want me to confront the entire issue and handle it, even though it's not my issue. It's not a compliance issue, I'm good. It's not a training issue, I'm good. It's not um, um, whatever else I do. I'm good on all that. This is a your issue, but you want me to handle it. So today I said, no, I, I will not. Now, a lot of people would have said, okay, just to be in the mix. They wanna be in the know, they wanna know, I don't care. At the end of the day, I just care that that new person that is sitting there is safe. Because if not, then it becomes a Sonya issue. Right now, it's a your issue. And I don't want to be involved. So many other people want to be in the know. They want to know stuff. They want to stand there. and They want to hear the gossip. They, I'm good on all of that. But the funny part is, both of these gentlemen called the same people just about. Just about. With the difference of two people on each side and gave their own stories which ran like wildfire. I heard from seven different people yesterday that either A or B called them and said such and such and such and such but neither one of them confronted the other one. I said all that to say when you know who your troublemaker is, when you know who your naysayer is, when you know who your gossiper is, when you know who is spreading the rumors about you. Don't be afraid to confront that person. Don't confront everybody around them or expect everybody around you to confront that situation for you. It's your situation. If you make it a situation, you could easily ignore it. There have been things said about me. Um, I got pregnant. I've said this in another podcast. I got pregnant in high school. That's why I had to change schools. And I've also said I must be the only virgin besides Mary to get pregnant without having sex. I knew that was a rumor about me. I didn't care. It was untrue. I didn't confront it. Nobody ever seen me with a baby till I was 21 years old. But the rumor about me being on drugs is hurtful because so many people believed in it. I have more family members that don't talk to me than that do over these rumors. It's hurtful. So I tried to confront that. I pick and choose my battles. Pick and choose yours. But if you choose to confront a battle, confront the right person. 
don't confront the person five people down the tier that heard something. You go straight to the source. You go straight to the source. And you confront. Because I'm going to tell you nine times out of ten they're going to deny and lie. But at least you put it out there. I know what you've said. I know what you've done. Cut it out. I don't appreciate it. This is the outcome of your mess. I just want you to see what your mess did to my life. And you leave it there on them. Don't carry that burden. Don't carry it. It was not until I released those words to somebody that some of my anxiety, some of my anger left. And it is no secret I used to have really bad anger problems. I couldn't keep a relationship. I would end them all because I just didn't trust people. So many rumors, so much gossip, so much wrongfully act, being wrongfully accused, wrongful accusations. It's hurtful. Don't do it. Don't carry it. Don't spread it. Just carry a, a sign that says stop. Every time somebody tries to come to you with crap, hold up that stop sign and then hold up a rerouting sign, reroute them somewhere else. It's embarrassing when you have to tell somebody, oh my gosh, you're going around saying this stuff? Don't you go to church? <laughs> or if they don't go to church, aren't, aren't you their friend? Isn't that your cousin, your sister, your daughter, your mother, your whatever? This is what you do? Have you tried to get them help if you believe what you're saying? Confront people. I, I think that this is a two-week lesson from last week. Um, and I was actually supposed to start talking about something else. But the things that happened was yesterday's incident. And then a friend had reached out to me just telling me about another friend who she confided in something. And that friend told somebody else. And it's embarrassing to her. Like she doesn't want to even come out um, and go to the places that they go to, which is church, because of this rumor, um, which is a true story. But I'm sure once somebody tells your story, by the time it gets to the second or third person, it's changed. It's morphed into something else. And next thing you know, all you told somebody was... I have athlete's feet, it's horrible. I don't like to take off my shoes. This was not the rumor, by the way. I do not like to take off my shoes because my feet, sometimes they smell so bad or they're so white from the powder and it's embarrassing. That's why I don't wanna to come to your pool party. And it becomes, I have a very bad fungal issue and I stink really bad. And my doctor has me on all these medications and you can smell it through the pores. It just morphs into a totally different story than you started with and people ran with it their own way. But she was very embarrassed and upset that she shared her information. And when she told me the whole story, I said, of course I sympathized, of course I did. But then I asked, this person you told this to, let me ask you, how many things has she told you about other people? Oh, she's always talking about people this and that. Then why did you trust her with your secret? What made you think you were immune to something that 
this person's done to so many other people. It made her think. What made me think I'm immune? Well, she said first, because we're so close. Yeah, but so are some of those other people that trusted her with secrets that she told. But it really made her think about what I was saying. Know your audience. Know who you're holding close to. Know who you're sharing secret with. Know who you're breaking bread with for yourself, not through the eyes or the lens of the other people. You gotta know people yourself. There have been people I have befriended that I have heard the worst of the worst about that have been nothing but good to me. Nothing but good to me. If I would have believed what other people said, I would have missed out on some greatness. I would have missed out on some greatness, but I'm smart enough to know I have to come to my own conclusions about people. And I have come to the conclusion on some people that what I've heard is true. I don't spread it, but uh, I heard that about that person. Yep, they're showing me their true colors. It is what it is. So you guys, don't be a wrongful accuser. Don't spread wrongful accusers, rumors. Stop people in their track when they try to bring rumors to you. And if it does not concern you, it's none of your business. If somebody trusts you enough to share their business, you act like the biggest vault in the world. The strongest vault, nobody. People will all their lives try to break into you and they can't. You are the strongest vault in the world. That's where those secrets stay. All right, you guys, under 30 minutes. I hope you all have a beautiful day. Um, take my words and hold them dear to your heart. Have a beautiful day.